Welcome back to Sacred Web Connections. I'm your host, Dara Bracamonte. Much love and light to you all. Today we're going to talk about chakras. What the hell are they and how do I make them work for me? So chakra is spelled C-H-A-K-R-A. We all have energy centers in our body. These energy centers are called chakras, which means spinning wheel or disc. If the chakra is spinning too slow or too fast, it is unbalanced and causing havoc in at least one of the bodies. If a chakra spins too slowly, it is underactive. If it's spinning too fast, it's overactive. There are seven major energy centers or chakras in the energy body that I'll be talking about today. We're going to talk about the crown chakra, third eye chakra, throat chakra, heart chakra, solar plexus chakra, sacral chakra, and root chakra. I'm going to start at the top and work my way down. So we're going to start with chakra seven, which is the crown chakra. Its color is violet and it's located at the top of your head. It's associated with the cerebral cortex, central nervous system, and the pituitary gland. It is concerned with information, understanding, acceptance, and bliss. It's also said to be your own place of connection to God, or Source, or Universe, or Buddha, Jesus, whoever you pray to. The chakra of divine purpose and personal destiny is what this one's called. Blockage can manifest in many different ways. A lot of times they manifest as psychological problems. Also, if you have any sort of issues like ADHD or memory loss, um, Alzheimer's, anything like that, that's usually something found in the crown chakra. And typically those types of illnesses come about because the crown chakra is left untreated and unbalanced for years and years and years. So it takes a long time to build that up. Now with the crown chakra, it's really interesting because when I'm working on my clients, I always check that connection to God or source. So I will actually feel out the crown chakra. The, there's a cord, like a silver cord going from the top of the head to your source and I can feel it. So because of energy healing, I can actually physically feel energy as well and then also use all the other intuitive centers. So with the crown chakra, people have such an extreme difference in what that feels like. So sometimes that cord feels like a string where if you just blow on it, it can actually break. Those are the people that really don't have a connection or communication with their source or they believe in nothing. So it could be like an atheist, which is totally fine. Now I do have some clients that are atheists and their cord is actually really strong. So believing in God, not believing in God, that really has no bearing. It's just a matter of whether you're using your higher source, your higher self. Some people's feels like a damn concrete podium that's, you know, 12 inches thick. So those are the kind of people that I see that are talking to source every single day. They ask for help. They ask for angels. Uh, those are the people with really strong connection to their source or their God. Next, we'll talk about chakra six, which is the third eye or brow chakra. Its color is indigo, so it's kind of a combination of red and blue. It is located at the center of the forehead at about eye level or slightly above. This chakra is used to question the spiritual nature of our life. 
It is the chakra of question, perception, and knowing. It's concerned with inner vision, intuition, and wisdom. Your dreams for this life and recollections of other lifetimes are actually held in this chakra. A blockage may manifest as problems like lack of foresight, mental rigidity, quote-unquote selective memory, and it's even associated with depression. And of course, as you guys know, the third eye is associated with intuition as well. A lot of times that is associated with clairvoyance, seeing things. So a lot of times if you're seeing something, it's in your third eye, and it can even seem like it's physical. So let's say you're in a dark room and you see a white mist form. More than likely that is showing up in your third eye chakra using clairvoyance, but because it's a dark room, you don't know that it's not physical. You just see something there and probably shit your pants and then go on with your day. So it's really interesting. Now the back of the third eye, one thing I didn't mention is chakras are on the front of the body as well as the back of the body. The crown chakra goes up, the root chakra goes down. So there is two sides. Now the way that I look at chakras is the front of the body chakras are something that sort of exposes how you are with the world, how you see the world, how the world sees you. So it's kind of how you express yourself to the world. The back chakras, I associate it with actions. So what actions have you taken to sort of keep your balance? Let's say you're somebody that has issues with expressing yourself or communicating. Typically, the front chakra is okay, uh, maybe a little underactive because you're not speaking your truth enough, but the back chakra is really underactive. It's spinning really slow or may not be spinning at all because that's action. That means you're not taking actions towards balancing that chakra. If you go out and you make a speech in public, now all of a sudden the back chakra is balanced, it's healed, the front chakra is working good because you're expressing yourself to the world, and all is right. Speaking of, the next chakra we're going to talk about is chakra five, the throat chakra. Its color is blue or turquoise, and it's located within the throat, so front of the throat and back of the throat. It is the chakra of communication, creativity, self-expression, and judgment. It's associated with your neck, your shoulders, arms, and hands, also your thyroid and parathyroid glands. If you have any issues with thyroid, it's going to be in your throat chakra, so that's where you would need the healing. It is concerned with the senses of inner and outer hearing, the synthesis of ideas, healing, transformation, and purification. Blockages can show up as creative blocks, dishonesty, or general problems in communicating one's needs to others. It will also show up as somebody who talks too much, especially if they bullshit a lot, if they're a liar. Um, pathological liars have major issues in the throat chakra. It's usually overactive, overabundant, and spinning too fast. But typically, if you don't speak your truth in everyday life, I mean with your partners, your spouses, your loved ones, your children, your bosses, your coworkers, your friends, if you're the type of person that holds your thoughts in because you don't want to be confrontational or you don't feel like what you have to say matters, or maybe you have low self-worth issues, those are going to cause issues in your throat chakra. And if you don't do anything about it for years and years and years and years, it's going to show up as something bad. So you might end up having, you know, thyroid issues because you're not speaking your truth or issues with your esophagus, your diaphragm, 
It shows up for different ways in different people. It's really important to keep that throat chakra balanced. And a really easy way to do that is to just speak your truth. Practice speaking your mind, saying your opinions. Now, that doesn't mean to argue with everybody. You can express yourself in love, right? You don't have to be rude about it. Express yourself with love on your mind. Uh, make sure that you are speaking your truth, not something that you learned from somebody else or that was ingrained into you. It has to be your truth. That's what's going to keep your throat chakra as balanced as possible. Next, let's talk about chakra four, which is the heart chakra. Its color is green and is located within your heart, usually more towards the center of your chest. It is the center of love, compassion, harmony, and peace. There's uh, some people actually say that this is the house of the soul. This chakra is associated with your lungs, heart, also your arms, hands, and thymus gland. Now, we fall in love through our heart chakra, and then that feeling of unconditional love moves down to the emotional center, commonly known as the solar plexus. So it's one chakra down. After that, it moves into the sexual center or base chakra, where strong feelings of attraction can be released. When these energies move into the base chakra, we may have the desire to marry and settle down. Blockage can show itself as immune system issues, lung and heart problems, or it can manifest as somebody who is cold-hearted or maybe inhumane, a lack of compassion, or unprincipled behavior. When this chakra is off, it is really hard for us to trust and love somebody completely. It's hard for us to kind of give over our whole heart because it's not balanced, so you don't have really a whole heart to give. Of course, it's there. It's just not healthy. So the best thing you can do if you are looking for love, true love, is to make sure that your heart chakra is healthy, it is balanced, and of course you can do that through energy healing, you can do it through prayer, affirmations, meditation. There's a million ways you can actually balance your own chakras. You can look on YouTube, there's a ton of videos, guided meditations, things like that. And the next chakra, chakra three, is the solar plexus. It is your power center. It's the I am who I am center. Its color is yellow and it's located a few inches above the navel and the solar plexus area. So it's kind of in between the navel and the heart chakra. The chakra is concerned with your digestive system, muscles, pancreas, adrenals, and also your self-worth, your self-confidence. It is the seat of your emotional life. It is feelings of personal power. Laughter, joy, and anger are also associated with this center. Your sensitivity, ambition, and ability to achieve and receive are also stored here. Blockages may manifest as anger, frustration, lack of direction, a sense of victimization, or a lot of times what I see is it shows up as lack of self-worth, lack of self-confidence, so you don't feel worthy of love. You don't feel worthy of spiritual gifts which is bullshit, by the way. Every single individual in this world is here for a reason. You are deserving of all of the love the universe has to offer. You are deserving of all the love God or source has to offer, and as well as your fellow human beings. So you are enough. You're more than enough. And the only person that you really need to please and make happy is you. The next chakra is chakra two, the sacral or navel chakra. Its color is orange, and it's located between the base of your spine and your navel. So it's sort of your lower tummy area. It is associated with your lower abdomen, kidneys, bladder, circulatory system, and your reproductive organs and glands. So if you're having a hard time conceiving a baby, 
it could be that your sacral chakra is unbalanced. It is concerned also with emotion and very, very strong in your creativity. This chakra represents desire, pleasure, sexuality, procreation, and again, creativity. Blockages may manifest as emotional problems, compulsive or obsessive behavior, and also sexual guilt. So a lot of times when I'm working on my clients, if they have been through some sort of sexual trauma in their life, a lot of times it's actually held in the sacral chakra and I can feel it. When you have deep traumas like sexual trauma, it is really extremely important that you address the foundation of the issue first before you do anything else, which is a psychological level. Go and get therapy. There are tons of places out there that will actually charge you based on a curve, based on what you make. There's some even free services that you can find online. Get help, get therapy. It is going to be one of the hardest fucking things that you will ever do in your life. I know I've been through it. It is extremely difficult to face things that you have buried deep down that you don't want to face. However, once you face them and you heal through them with a therapist, with a professional, not a friend or a boyfriend or girlfriend, go to a professional. Once you heal through that, I promise you life will be a hundred times sweeter. Once you deal with those psychological issues and you heal through those through professionals, then you can start working on your other chakras and your other centers. You can go through energy healing uh, while you're going through therapy. You can use affirmations, meditation again, but therapy is the key. Next, we are going to talk about chakra one, which is the base or root chakra. Its color is red and it's located at the perineum, so at the base of your spine. It faces downwards. It is the chakra closest to the earth. Its function is concerned with earthly grounding and physical survival, as well as physical security, feeling safe in the world. This chakra is associated with your legs, feet, bones, large intestine, and adrenal glands. It also controls your fight or flight response. Blockages may manifest as paranoia, fear, procrastination, and defensiveness. Now, uh, one thing that I did deal with personally, uh, and I've dealt with a lot through my spiritual journey over the last 20 years, is my root chakra was really unbalanced and I didn't know it at the time. I would basically travel for work frequently and I'd stay in hotels and I'd go walk and see what kind of food and stuff I could find. But every single time I left the safety of my room, I would feel unsafe. I would constantly be turning around, looking to see if anybody was following me. And of course, I'm female, so we have extra worries to think about. But it was just, it was really uncomfortable. I never felt safe no matter where I was, even if it was a safe neighborhood um, or a rich neighborhood. It didn't matter. I didn't feel safe. I was constantly paranoid that something bad was going to happen or that somebody was going to come up behind me and grab me. And so it was not a comfortable feeling. And it is really sad and really sucks going through life living that way. So I feel you, I know what you're going through, uh, but typically that is your sign that your root chakra is unbalanced. So once you get some healing through that, you will feel so much better. I can't even tell you. I know I'm safe now. When I walk out that door, I put my energy protection bubble up and I'm good. I don't worry about anything. Next, we're going to do a little exercise. Now you can do this with me or if you want you can uh, pause here and then when you have time to actually do an exercise uh, you can come back to it um, and you can come back to this exercise anytime you want. It is super fun 
I will tell you, it wasn't easy at first. Initially, when I was doing this exercise, it was really hard for me to actually physically feel the energy. The more and more you practice, the more you can feel it, the more you can feel other people's energy. So once you get good at this, you can feel the energy of people around you and it will help you to understand people that you don't want in your life. You'll feel that. This is going to take uh, maybe about 15 minutes or so. So the first step is go ahead and close your eyes. What I want you to do is imagine a ball of light and energy in your left palm. Okay, so hold out your left palm facing up and imagine you're holding a ball of light and energy in your palm. Okay, I'm going to give you a couple seconds to do that. Okay, so at this point, you may or may not feel anything. Again, all I want you to do is imagine. So imagine a ball of light and energy in your palm. Now I want you to take your right palm, put it over the top of your left palm as if you're holding a softball, as if you're physically holding a softball. So put your right hand on top of your left hand, about as big as a softball, and imagine the ball of light in between your hands. Now I want you to sort of ask yourself, what color is this ball of light? How bright is this ball of light? Is it really dim? Is it super bright? Now start to notice in the palms of your hands and your fingers if you're feeling anything. Are you uh, feeling warmth, tingling, magnetic? Is it cold? Is it warm? Now what I want you to do is move one of your hands, so your right hand, I want you to move it slightly closer to your left hand and then pull it back out. So squish in a little bit, pull it back out. Almost like you are squishing the ball between your hands. So push with one hand down, pull it back out. Now keep doing that over and over and over slowly until you start to feel something. A lot of people, what they feel is sort of like anti-magnet. So if you were to take two magnets and you have a negative and positive on one side and you try to put them together, there's that little distance where it doesn't want to connect. That's kind of what it tends to feel like. If you lose concentration and you kind of stop imagining the ball, it's okay. Just go right back into it. Imagine the ball, play with it, squish it, pull it out, squish it, pull it out and you'll start to feel something. Once you start to feel something, you can pull your right hand up a little bit further, almost like a dodgeball, and keep playing with it. So push it down, pull it up, push it down, pull it up with just your right hand, like you're squishing a dodgeball. And you should start to feel it. Now make sure your hands and your fingers are not tense. They should be relaxed. You don't want to force yourself to feel something because of course that's when you won't feel it. So squish your ball and then physically feel the energy. Now sometimes people can imagine it but they can't necessarily physically feel it. That's okay. As long as you can imagine it or feel it or sense it or know that it is there, then it is so. Okay, now pull your hands further apart like basketball and do the same thing. Once you start to feel energy between the two hands, 
whether it's warm or you see the light get brighter or you physically feel more tension, then again, start squishing the ball and then pull your right hand back up. Push in, pull up, push in, pull up. You'll start to feel something. Now, some people who are really in tune with energy, you can actually feel the ball. I mean, physically, for me, as I'm doing it right now, I can physically feel the ball between my hands. So when I go to push, there's actually tension there. When I pull back, it's like a relief of tension. Okay, now the next thing you're going to do is put your left hand sort of cupped over your ear, about an inch away from your left ear. Take your right hand, put it about an inch away from your right ear, cupped. And again, start doing the same. Start feeling for the energy. When you feel like you start feeling the energy, then you can take your right hand, pull it out just a little bit, and then push it back in. Pull that out just a little bit, and then push it back in, and play with it. You can move your hands further apart if you want. You can put them right up to your ears if you want, but it's easier if you're not actually touching your ears. So you can pull your hands out even further, and you should notice that the further your hands go apart, the stronger the energy, the bigger the light ball in between your hands. So play with it. Practice. Just imagine that ball in your hands. It's a ball of light, pure, beautiful, source light, God light, whatever you want to call it. So as you hold it over your ears, you can also ask source for healing. You can be grateful and thank for the healing. So just say thank you so much for bringing me healing. I can feel it between my hands. I am grateful for the healing you're bringing me. Now you can make that ball as big as you want, as long as you can feel it. So if you want to pull your hands out as far as you possibly can on the left and the right, and have like three, four feet in between your hands, you can still imagine that ball being that big and you will start to feel it. If you don't right away, that's fine. Don't give up on yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Be patient. Some people, it takes a lot longer to learn how to do this because like me, we're not necessarily physical type of intuitives. I'm more of a knower. So for me to feel things was tough at first. For me to see things took years. Hopefully it won't take you years. There's a lot of new energy in the world and the atmosphere and the universe right now. And so things are happening a lot faster for individuals these days. Anybody who's on their spiritual path, typically things will happen a lot faster. For me, it took maybe 20 years (laughs) for the full spiritual opening, awakening. But for you, it may take days or weeks or months. It won't take as long as it did for me. Thank goodness. Once you sort of master this ball technique, as long as you can see it in your imagination, that's fine. Uh, Once you get to that point, you can actually start playing with other people. You have your friend put their left hand out, palm up, have them imagine, you know, a dodgeball sized ball in their hands. And then you put your hand on top of that ball and push down and pull up you know, push down, pull up. And a lot of times, especially if your friend has their eyes closed, they can actually feel 
physically in their hand when you're pushing that energy down. There's your validation. That'll help you understand that this is real. Energy is real. You can play with it. You can use that ball of energy to heal as well. So if you have a headache or something, you can put your hands over your ears. Imagine the ball. Imagine healing light coming into that ball. Um, you can use any color if you want. You can imagine it green for healing. It's kind of a universal color for healing. Or maybe you'll imagine, you know, violet or indigo. It, it depends on what you're feeling at that time. It doesn't matter. Just go with what you feel is right and it will be right for you. All right. With that being said, that was a super fun exercise. Um, again, practice, practice, practice. Then it will become like second nature. For me now, if I put a, a ball of light in my hands, it takes just a few seconds to feel it. And then I can make it as big or small as I want. I can uh, put it over other people. So if somebody else isn't feeling good, let's say they have a tummy ache, I can put my hands over their tummy using that ball of light technique and ask for healing energy to come to their tummy. You can do that too. You don't have to be a certified you know, Reiki master or energy healer to do that. Everybody has the gift of healing, period. If you start to second guess yourself or doubt yourself, give yourself an affirmation to sort of uh, overcome that. So you can say, I am a powerful energy healer. I am a clear channel for universal life force energy. And I ask for that universal life force energy to channel through me to this person. Make sure you're clear that the energy is coming from the universal life force energy, not your own. Otherwise, you're going to drain yourself really quick and then you're going to end up sick. So don't do that. Make sure you use the universal life force energy. Also, if you don't know how to protect yourself and your energy, um, you can go back and listen to my other podcasts. What I do is put a ball of light around me and on the outside I put mirrors. So I imagine that ball of light all the way like 10 feet up around the top of my head, all the way down into the ground, so that my entire body is sort of free floating in this ball of light. And this ball of light is my protection. So I uh, make an intention that this ball of light is impenetrable, that nothing can come in without my permission, and nothing can be released without my permission, so that I control my energy system. That is a great technique you can use uh, pretty much if I walk out the door, I have my bubble on. Make sure you protect your energy before you do any sort of energy work. That's all I have for today. Now join me next time when we talk about something totally different and I'm sure just as interesting and exciting. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up at Sacred Resonance LLC on Facebook or Instagram and I'd be happy to help wherever I can. Much love and light.